What's up, everybody? Welcome to Conversation Piece with Patrick Armstrong. I am the titular Patrick, and this is a show where we talk about the missing pieces of the conversations we're already having. Shout out to all our returning listeners and a high five and hello to everyone joining us for the very first time. I appreciate you switching it up there for the first episode in October because today has not been the best day when I am recording this, but I'm feeling good now. I'm feeling good to be back in the saddle, back in the recording spot, getting ready for what I am hoping is going to be an incredible November But this is a special episode. You're listening to this a day after I record it on Thursday, October 5th, because today is the very last day to vote for the Signal Awards. And if you haven't heard, if you don't follow me on social media, if you haven't seen that we've been releasing an episode every day for the last 10 days, the APAM Conversations, our series that we ran in May, the first series that we did when we made our pivot to being about those missing pieces of the conversations that we already have, was named a finalist for the second annual Signal Awards. Putting in the shouting, the cheering emojis, all of the things right now, it was a really incredible honor to receive. Very, very excited about all of that. And in order to celebrate, part of our campaign for trying to win was by running that back, replaying all of those episodes, all of those incredible conversations that we had for the APM conversations over the last 10 days to try and garner as many votes as we possibly could. I'm going to talk about that in a second. First off, though, I did want to recap September and just talk a little bit more about everything that went on with our most recent series And then just let you know that we will be talking a little bit more about those signal awards. And I also want to talk about the updates for the newsletter Um, because this is a special episode going on on a Thursday, not our typical Mondays. It is going to be a little bit different, a little bit shorter. I am recording this on video, but I don't know if I'm going to put this out on YouTube again. This Wednesday has not been great. Wednesdays are not generally my days and that's okay. You know, we can't win them all. It's whatever. Um, It's totally fine. (laughs) Uh, Okay, but let's get to September. So we did do a new series, our second series called the BIPOC Adoptee Conversations in conjunction with BIPOC Adoptees. It was, suffice it to say, fantastic. September was, without a doubt, our best month of the show from a downloads perspective, from an engagement perspective, from an eyeballs and earballs on the show perspective, everything about it was the best month that we've had. And it was that within two weeks of the BIPOC Adoptee Conversations launching. And I just want to shout out everybody who's been a part of this community, everybody who's been a part of the show for helping us reach those new heights. It was really, really incredible. The reception and the feedback that I've gotten from those conversations has been really incredible. It's meant a lot. I feel like we were able to amplify voices and perspectives in our community that we don't necessarily hear all the time. First up was Danny Marr, a trans-Columbian adoptee who is based out in Portland. Unfortunately, we weren't able to connect at the BIPOC Adoptee Voices event, but Danny kicked us off with a really incredible telling of their story the first time they had done a podcast and i thought that they were just incredible it was a really really great way to set the tone and i just want to say one of the reasons i started this particular version of the show was to be less about 
diving into the minutiae of our backgrounds and more about diving into the minutiae of whatever that missing piece is that we're approaching these conversations with. And for this series and in my conversation with Danny, I realized pretty quickly that we were going to need to understand as an audience the backgrounds and the histories and the personal lived experiences of these guests whom we were meeting for the very first time in order to have a better understanding, a good foundation to build upon what those missing pieces they were coming to the table with. And so I really want to just shout out Danny for helping me as a host to see that, to understand that, and really set that tone for all of the conversations that we would have for the series. So Danny was amazing. But one of the things that really stands out from our conversation was what we talked about in terms of reunion and having to navigate that as a trans person and having to come out post reunion, a conversation that I know personally I have not had and one that I would love to explore more. And I appreciate Danny for diving into that and sharing their story about going through that experience, because I think it's something that we don't even think about off the top when it comes to these conversations around reunion, because they already are so complicated. And that is another layer that for many of us who are not trans or who are not queer, do not even we have the privilege of not even thinking about because it's not an identity that we hold. And so that's a, a, a complication in terms of reunion and relationship that we don't have to navigate, but we have to be mindful of when we have these conversations around the adoptee experience. So shout out Danny um, for a really wonderful conversation. Next up was Lisa McClellan, a biracial black transracial adoptee. She was Absolutely fantastic. I could listen to Lisa speak and talk about her experience and just talk in general all the time. Also a fantastic illustrator. Uh, make sure you go check out her work. One of the things that really stood out to me about our conversation was her now being at this point where she can talk about and embrace and lean into this anger around adoption and being able to say the words, I hate being adopted those four words. I think it's really powerful because I think a lot for a lot of us, myself included, you know, there's a lot of nuance that comes with a statement like that. There are a lot of other people involved in a statement like that. And for adoptees, we can decenter ourselves when we go to say something like that, because we feel like we have to manage other folks' feelings, other people's feelings who are involved in this particular emotion and feeling centered around adoption in our adoption experience. And we shouldn't have to do that. And I think Lisa explaining her experience with it and how she got to this point was really powerful because it's a good model for how we can achieve something like that in our own experiences, in our own lives, in our own journeys. So shout out Lisa. Make sure you go check out her work. It's fantastic. Be on the lookout for some changes here at the show too, potentially involving some of that work. Um, next up was AJ Cho. Shout out to AJ. Man, um, great, great, great conversation. Korean adoptee based out in Boston. Part of uh, Boston Korean adoptees. Shout out that organization as well. The thing that stood out to me about AJ's conversation, and I think something that really resonated with the community, was divorcing your adoptive family. And I think that 
particular language, divorcing your adoptive family is something that I had not heard before. You know, you heard you we we talk about the term estrangement a lot. We talk about cutting off contact, going no contact. We have a lot of different ways of describing it. And I've not heard the word divorce used in that context before. And I think it's really powerful because divorce carries such a a weight to it in in just societal context. And it shouldn't be this taboo stigmatic thing, but I think especially in a Christian or a Western Christian dominated lens, it is seen as taboo. And I think in the way that AJ talked about it and utilized that particular language, it carries a lot of power because Christianity is so intricately intertwined with the adoption experience and the adoption industry itself. And so to use that particular language is to really turn the lens and focus it on all of that and to center ourselves again in who is doing the divorcing, who is doing the estranging, who is making these choices. And that's something that was talked about in the um, at the Voices event, which I thought was very interesting at the Adoption Mosaic panel. Uh, something that I've been mulling over in my mind as well. Um, something else that stood out to me about AJ's conversation and what we talked about together was the gratitude narrative being the most harmful, dangerous narrative about adoption. And I think for a lot of people, it can seem like it's not that serious, but it is. And it is because... It frames adoption as something and, and adoptees as having to be something that they are not always all the time. For some of us, never are. And that leads to really dire outcomes and people are literally dying from it. And it's something we have to address. And the fact that he even named it in the show I think is really important. So I just appreciate AJ for being able to name that as well and bringing that up. Um, make sure you go check out that conversation. Shout out AJ. Uh, next up was Lucy Sheen coming to us from across the pond in the UK. Uh, Lucy was adopted from Hong Kong, one of the original Hong Kong foundlings. And uh, she also works in the film, television, stage, acting industry. And I really, really loved our conversation together because we were able to dive into a lot of the conversation that's been happening, especially since Joyride dropped and really since Blue Bayou came out a couple years ago. And the thing that really sticks out in my mind from my conversation with Lucy is talking about representation in these, in these forms. And, you know, when we are critiquing or viewing films and media and things like that through a critical lens, it's not that we are criticizing the people playing roles, specifically Asian, Asian American folks who take on a role that was written by someone who probably wasn't Asian. We are specifically calling out who wrote the damn script, who's producing the thing. And I just love, because Lucy has so much experience in this industry. She's been doing it for a long time. 
And so she comes with that lens. She comes with that knowledge and that background to be able to actively and appropriately and knowledgeably call that out. And she does forcibly. And I think really, really eloquently in our conversation. And I hope that y'all were able to take that away as well, because I think a lot of the things that we talk about there not only apply to what's going on in the overarching film and television industry, but in all industries and the way that we talk about adoption and the adoption narrative. So shout out Lucy. Great, great conversation. Can't wait to have more conversations with Lucy. And last but not least, I had Liana Soifer on, co-founder of BIPOC Adoptees. Great, great, great conversation. We just set the table for the Voices event that was held out in Portland, talked about her experience, talked about what it means to navigate your identity, especially after becoming a parent, something that I am currently going through. Um, as I move towards parenthood, I'm realizing now this is my first podcast since making that announcement on social media. Um, very exciting. And uh, yeah, we just had a really, really good conversation about the importance of centering our voices in these narratives and these stories, as well as making sure that we're creating spaces for two things, our ethnic subgroups and creating spaces that are broadly adoptee focused because we need to build those types of coalitions if we are going to be taken seriously as a community. And when we build those types of coalitions, we also must have the buy-in from these adoptee organizations that tend to lean into one aspect of the community whether it be ethnically focused or even racially focused, we need all of us to be communicating together and working together, particularly when the big bad things happen and the good things to ensure that we are all moving in the same direction. Because at the end of the day, the goal is always the same. We want better for the people in our community. We want better for the people in our community. And we all might go about that different ways. And that's totally fine. We should. We need all those different ways. We need all those different avenues for accomplishing this goal because not everybody moves and operates and navigates in the same way. And that's totally fine. That's totally, totally fine. However, what is not fine is not having that cross-organizational, cross-community conversation, collaboration, communication. We got to have those things happening. And that's why I really enjoy what BIPOC Adoptees is doing. That's why I really, really support what Adoption Mosaic has been doing for the past 30 years because it's this type of work that will allow us to create the change that we want to see. And the reason we haven't seen as much change as, I, as we would want to, at least from my perspective, is because we tend to silo ourselves a little too often. And while it's great to be specific about these things, it's also really important for us to understand that we need to work together because we all have the same goal. So 
that was the BIPOC Adoptee Conversations. Um, great series. Shout out to everybody who listened. I hear you. I see the stats. I see what people are responding to and resonating with when it comes to this. And I started this show because I wanted to make sure I was having conversations that were not just solely adoptee focused. However, I do understand from an audience perspective that it seems like y'all want adoptee conversations. So please let me know if you want to continue hearing these other ones, but I'm also going to ensure that adoptees are always involved and in the fold of the interviews and the podcast episodes that I'm putting out. So really excited about that. Again, September, a great, great month. The Voices event was fantastic. The workshop conversation piece, the workshop was went better than I ever could have expected. Shout out to everybody who participated there. Everybody who showed up at the event. Um, we were able to really generate some incredible discussion amongst ourselves with each other, talking about the missing pieces of our individual stories and conversations, talking about the missing pieces of our community conversations. And, you know, I walked away with a lot of content to, and a lot of conversational pieces that I'm going to be talking about for the next forever. So I appreciate everybody who was involved in that. Also going to be talking more about workshops here a little bit later in the episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, okay. So that brings me to the signal awards again, super, super exciting to be able to do series like these. And so, so grateful that people, the signal award judges recognize the APAM conversations as being something worth naming as a finalist recognizing these conversations around the missing pieces of the Asian American conversation as being worth amplifying in this way. And we need every single vote in order to win. Right now, as of this recording, we are in third place. We've been tracking in third place the whole time. And it makes sense because we are the only of the four finalists in my category. We are the only one not backed by a media company, which means we don't have that budget. We don't have that marketing arm. We don't even have the same size and even the engagement of listener base as some of these other shows, one of which I listen to a lot. So I'm one of the listeners that listens to one of the shows that I'm running against. And that's okay. But it just means that we need every vote possible, which is why I'm recording this episode, because I just want to one last time um, reach out to y'all and just ask if you have voted, could you share? Could you share with some other folks? Have them vote. We can only vote one time per person. Uh, no burner accounts, please. Um, but just if you have voted, can you share with your networks? Can you reach out, send out an email, whatever it might be to help us garner every single vote that we can? If you haven't voted yet, Please, please vote if you're listening to this now. I think you might be a fan. I don't want to assume, but I think you might be a fan of me and of the conversations that we have here. Um, please cast a vote. Link in the description. Link in the show notes. Link in the bios. Link is literally everywhere. It'll be in the stories today on Instagram. Go check out LinkedIn. It'll be there as well. What's up, Vlad? Um, it's everywhere. So and it's a big push today to garner those final, final votes um, in order to get, hopefully, a win. And if we don't win, that's okay, too. I still feel very privileged and honored to be named one of these finalists. Um, you know, it's, it's, I wrote about it on LinkedIn yesterday. It's not a place that I even should be 
you know, uh, based on what the show is currently, we shouldn't be here. But I think it's a testament to the quality of the conversations that we're having and have had that we find ourselves in this position. And even just that fact gives me a lot of hope, gives me a lot of encouragement and a lot of motivation to continue doing and having these types of conversations going forward. So I'm going to keep doing that. Can't put me down. I'm feeling invigorated. I'm feeling inspired to keep doing this. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get into it. Again, I said this is going to be a shorter episode, and I feel like it's about to go long if I keep talking about it. But we need every vote. So if you can, please, this is the last day, 11.59 p.m. I think it's PSD, but it's probably actually EST. Every vote, if you can, would love to have it. Um, and at the end of the day, just thank you. Thank you for being a supporter of the show, a listener of the show. Thank you for the reviews and the ratings that you left. Thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for signing up for the newsletter, which is where I'm going next, is the newsletter because – We've been slowly, intentionally cultivating this community as an extension of the podcast, and it's been really, really incredible. And if you were, if you've been a subscriber, um, you got a newsletter this Monday that talked about a big announcement and shift with the newsletter, which is we are now going paid starting on Monday. Technically, the newsletter that this episode is attached to is the last free newsletter that will be going out for the foreseeable future. And what I mean by that is free subscribers are still welcome. Uh, we are going to, uh, the first newsletter of every month will be free. So everybody will still be able to be involved in some form or fashion. I definitely want people to continue to subscribe, even if they can't contribute monetarily, still want you to be a part of this community, still be opportunities for you to connect with us and be again, part of the thing that we're building here. Conversation piece. Um, Everything else in the four or five weeks that follow will be for our paid subscriber base. We already have a few people who have signed up, and I'm really excited to be able to start building with them. And it's really exciting. Made this change for a few reasons. Wanting to, one, invest a lot of time and energy in this particular resource. It's kind of like a Patreon community, kind of like a Buy Me a Coffee community in the sense that this is going to be the best way to support me, to support the show to support the work that I'm doing as my family grows, as my time to do these things decreases, I need to be able to make sure I can do things that are sustainable. And the newsletter is something that I really want to keep doing. And the newsletter is a, is a great opportunity for me to not only amplify other people, to amplify my own voice, but to connect with folks and engage with folks in a way that is a little bit different than social media. Um, it also allows me to offer things that I can't offer and I don't want to offer on social media um, that are really special and unique to this particular community. So I'm really excited about that. I also am going this route because I want to bet on myself. I want to bet on myself in that I can do something like this and that people are going to show up, not only to support me, but because they want to be part of something that is growing in this way. They want to be part of something new, something exciting, something that is going to not only provide them with value, but is going to be something that they feel like they can build with as well. This is something that we do together collaboratively, even though I'm the one putting it together every week, even though, you know, it's, it's me putting the newsletter out. It's not just me at the end of the day. 
it's all of us that come together to make something like this possible. And paid subscribers are going to allow me to continue to do that. So without y'all, I can't do the newsletter. And that is the exciting part about it. That's the exciting part about betting on myself is thinking that, okay, I think there are people out here who are willing to support in this way. And I think we can do something like it. So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, we got one tier. It's $10 a month. That's it. You can, it, Or you can go $100 a year. I think that saves you 17% in the long run. If you pay uh, for a year up front instead of month to month, you can unsubscribe at any time. So no worries. If you want to do 10, you're like, okay, this isn't for me. No worries. But $10 gives you access to a whole bunch of stuff. You get every post for the month. So it's four or five posts. You know, or any of these bonus ones that go out post Mondays, you're going to get access to that as well. You're also going to get access to all of the archives, which is exciting as well. Everything that we've posted before that has been free will move behind the paywall. You're going to have access to all those things in case you want to check out uh, some of the stuff that we've talked about before in the past. Some of our incredible six guest contributors who have shared, you want to check out some of their story, you'll be able to access that as well. Um, Bonus pod content, that is coming. You're going to have access to that. Exclusive newsletter content, (laughs) which I've been talking about a little bit. Um, One of the things that I'm really excited about that I'm going to be doing here is some guest interviews in the written form that are not going to be on the podcast. Maybe they will be in the future, but for right now, we're going to do this in a different way. These interviews will not be on social media. They won't be anywhere else. They will be right here specifically for this community already lining up some really, really incredible guests for that. So make sure if you want to be tuned in for some really, really insightful conversations and some really interesting people talking about those missing pieces of the conversations they're having in their industries and their communities, this is where you're going to be able to access that app. There's going to be exclusive other content. I don't know what that is yet, um, but I can promise you it's going to be great. Um, There are going to be some other items as well. Merch, I swear it's coming. I've been talking about it for a while, but I promise you it is going to be there. And there are going to be gifts. Right now, I'm working to solidify some sponsorships and some partnerships with some folks. And as soon as I do that, over the next three months, over Q4, Anybody who subscribes as a paid subscriber, I'm going to be sending a free gift to um, just to show my thanks and gratitude uh, for you joining me here and supporting me and the show in this way for deciding to be part of this particular intentional community. I want to show my appreciation for you by sending out a little bit of love in that way. So be on the lookout for that. Anybody who's already signed up as a paid subscriber, you are also going to get that retroactively. So don't worry. Y'all are going to get those gifts. Um, That's something I want to do for y'all, and I'm really excited about that. So stay tuned. Um, Last but not least, I talked about the workshop, and it went really, really well. And this was the first time I've done a workshop like that. And I said, if it goes the way that I hope it goes, I'm going to make these a thing. Well, it went the way I hoped it would go, and I am making them a thing now. And so next month, I am going to be launching the conversation piece the workshops two times. They're gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start two virtual workshops. The first one's going to be on on November 9th. The second one is going to be on November 27th. So Thursday, November 9th. Monday, November 27th. These workshops are storytelling workshops. The one on the ninth is going to be adoptee focused specifically. So it's gonna be only for adoptees. The one 
on the 27th is going to be for everyone because I think it's really important for us to have discussions and conversations about a wide variety of our stories and about the missing pieces of those conversations that we're having. And for us to be able to name those, to discuss those amongst ourselves and to walk away with a better understanding of each other and each other's communities. So I'm really, really excited about that. Tickets for those things will go on sale this coming Monday. So if you are a paid subscriber, if you sign up for the $10 a month or whatever you want to do subscription route for conversation piece, the newsletter, you will get a free ticket to a choice of workshop one of those two workshops if you're not a paid subscriber then you gotta pay and that's okay because i also need the support in that way so i appreciate you if you support me in that way um but if you are a free subscriber over these next three months you're gonna get a free ticket to one of the workshops of your choosing and we'll be able to start rolling those out here on monday so stay tuned for that everybody else if you do not decide to become a paid subscriber totally fine um tickets will be 15 dollars again i'll have a link for all of that going up on monday and in monday's newsletter um yeah so very very excited about the workshops the workshops are going to be another way for me to build in sustainability again the workshops will be available for everyone but newsletter subscribers are going to be the ones that get the opportunity to dive into these things for free, um, cut the cost out. So over the next three months, uh, over Q4, you know, that's a uh, $45 value, no value or no cost. So saving you at least 15 bucks because you're already signed up for the, for the newsletter. So um, I hope that's a value to you. Again, working on other things that I can do and I can provide to make sure that this is worth it for y'all just in the same way that it's worth it for me. Because again, it's not just me doing the thing. It is a collaborative effort between all of us. And I'm really excited to be able to build this community with you together. So, all right. I know I said the workshop was the last thing, but I do have one more thing. I'm going to leave you with this. November, again, the reason I'm doing these workshops starting in November is because November is National Adoption Awareness Month or National Adoptee Awareness Month, and I am currently booking engagements. I've already got things lining up on the calendar, super excited about the stuff that's coming around and coming open and available, and really excited about the people I'm going to be working with, still looking to book as many dates as possible. Um, looking for November to be another big month for me in the same way that it was last year, and if you're out there listening right now uh, and you work for a school, uh, an organization, a company, corporation, let's have a conversation. Let's see what I can do to bring to your company, school, organization, corporation about the conversation around adoption. Not only that, but the conversation around storytelling, the conversation around identity and how these things are really important to the people within the entity that you're coming from. And how I can talk about that through my lens as an adoptee and how that affects everybody in this room and how we can all be a little bit more mindful, all be a little bit more understanding moving forward outside of the work that we are able to do together. So hit me up, link in the show notes, link in bio, link everywhere, link in the stories, link on LinkedIn. That's how you're going to be able to get a hold of me. Let's work together. Let's do these things. Let's make November a really big month, not just for myself, but for all adoptees as we try to shift this narrative. Um, yeah, and that's it. I'm back, baby. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Um, that's what it is. <sighs> Again, you can find the links everywhere. 
they're all floating around, but especially right down here in the show notes. Um, and if you, for some reason, don't know, you can find us on Instagram at Conversation Pod Beast. Uh, one other way that you can support the show outside of just subscribing to the newsletter is leaving us a rating or review wherever you're listening to this on your podcast player. Um, and if you are interested in supporting the show in a different way, some way that I haven't talked about here, some way that you feel like could be interesting, fun, and new that you know you want to discuss with me, feel free to hop in my DMs or go to our website, conversationpeacepod.com, or you can go to my website, patrickintheworld.me. And that's it. I, I'm really excited to be back. I'm really excited about what we have going forward. Oh, real quick, next Monday, no new episode. Taking a week off, then the following Monday, we have a really incredible guest episode. June Park is gonna be here with me. Um, we had an incredible conversation. I'm super excited to share that with you. So I guess what I mean to say until next conversation piece, the newsletter, and then until next, next Monday, I'm Patrick Armstrong, and this has been Conversation Piece. See y'all.